Trace Jackson Davis is coming back to Bloomington, and the Hoosiers have themselves a squad. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Hoosiers? It is Monday, May 23rd. This, as always, is Locked On Hoosiers, your daily one-stop shop for everything IU Athletics. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rood. want to thank you guys for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every single day. There is only one topic to talk about after this weekend of news. Trace Jackson Davis is back made his announcement on Friday, uh, took to social media, posted a video that had me hyped. If you guys watch it, I'm sure it had you guys hyped as well. Also released a statement, quote, the opportunity I had to work on my game for the professional level was something that was invaluable. As I continue my growth as a basketball player, I'm looking forward to returning to be with my coaches and teammates and building off of what we accomplish at the end of the season. The or there are goals I have for our team, myself, but at the end of the year, more importantly, I will be proud to say I am a graduate of IU. That last part's very interesting. It seemed like that certainly factored into his decision. Also certainly makes it seem like this is his last year, though he Technically has to another year of eligibility after this, but certainly seems like this is the last dance for Trace. This was well ahead of schedule, and honestly, I thought he would take it closer to the deadline, maybe work out with some teams. Perhaps those workouts never uh, came about, and there wasn't any to take part in. Obviously, we know that he did not take part in the NBA Draft Combine because he had covid And that didn't stop him from, as he said, kind of getting the experience of being in the NBA draft, um, just that process, having declared for it. So he still was able to gain some experience, but maybe not as much as he likely could have or maybe wished to. Look, my immediate reaction to this is that, my word, Indiana is going to have a loaded, loaded team everywhere or next season because they have depth everywhere, because they have a ton of talent everywhere. This might be the most talent an IU team has had since the since Tom Crean has left, uh, certainly. And we're going to talk more about this IU team as a whole uh, later on in the show. But for Trace... This kind of cements his legacy. We It's a, something I talked about a fair amount last season because I thought that that would be Trace's final season in Bloomington. And we talked about the moments throughout the season that kind of were legacy-defining types of games and moments, and, and especially when it came to that tournament run, both the Big Ten and the NCAA and the role he played in that. Look, he was etched into IU basketball lore already. Um, it's it's much more than etching now. He's cementing himself in that IU basketball lore by coming back and helping build on something that uh, he had a huge part in creating and um, building uh, with Mike Woodson. At the end of the day, 
simply put, he's an All-American that's returning to Bloomington. Uh, he's only the there's it's only him and Allen Henderson that have 1500 points, 750 rebounds, 150 block shots for the Hoosiers all time. And Trace is going to add to that. And so this is you, you can't over uh, emphasize enough how big of a decision this is for Indiana basketball. And I mentioned this is, immediately makes Indiana a contender and not just big 10, but nationally as well. We're going to look at that impact of this decision and where the Hoosiers are going to start shaping up uh, nationally as a team. Now with trace Jackson Davis back in the fold. I love brownies though, guys, but you know what? I love more brownie batter. Sometimes I eat half the batter just while I'm making the brownies. Imagine if you could lick that brownie spatula clean and get some protein in it. You're in luck because Built has a new creation, and this one is better than ever. The Brownie Batter Puff, you heard me right. The Puff takes protein bars to a whole new level, and they're available right now at Built.com. Have you tried the Built Puffs yet? We've talked about them a ton. If you guys haven't, I don't know what you're waiting for. Puffs are a chocolate-covered marshmallow protein bar. That is right, a delicious-flavored marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. That's what separates Built Bar from other protein bars. Uh, with 140 calories, 17 grams of protein, 7 grams of sugar. Brownie batter puffs are the perfect pick-me-up for any day. Uh, again, covered in 100% real chocolate, which means that you can eat healthy and you actually enjoy it while you're eating it. They uh, also are made with a collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. The brownie batter puffs will have you guys completely forgetting that you're eating a protein bar. No need to pinch yourself. This is real life. Go to built.com to get brownie batter puffs now. Once you're over there, use the promo code LOCK15. Get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com thanks for making locked on hoosiers your first listen every day guys for your next listen check out the locked on sports today podcast the biggest stories of the day plus instant reactions big game recaps and the take of the day available available on the odyssey app youtube and wherever you get podcasts forgive me guys for my voice uh, if i'm being honest i am a manchester city soccer fan and if you know, you probably know that, that I was yelling all day on Sunday in excitement. Uh, if you don't know, you guys are missing out, and I implore you to follow soccer. But uh, my apologies on my voice. It's going to be a short-term thing because ho I don't intend on yelling a lot more after, uh, after all the emotions on Sunday. Let's get back to Trace in the Indiana Hoosiers. Look, like I said, Trace coming back. IU was already going to be one of the top half, maybe top third Big Ten teams next season. Trace coming back means it's realistically, I think it's them and Michigan as the two top teams in the conference and that they're going to be competing for a Big Ten title next season. They're going to be Maybe not contending for a national title. I think that's still probably a step up from where they are, at least 
where they're going to be to start the season, but they're going to be a national contender and in the conversation. This is easily going to be a top 25 team. Uh, They're probably going to be well inside of that, probably a top 15-ish team or so based on some of the uh, rankings that I saw following Trace's announcement. So um, I think that this is going to be one of the best IU teams in a long, long time. The reason for that is just the sheer amount of talent this roster is going to have. Obviously, with Trace, you have an anchor, an all-American anchor, right in the middle of the floor, defensively, offensively. He has nothing left to prove. He he has shown everything in every moment, and he's going to uh, answer the bell no matter what the game is. So you're building around that. You have starters like Xavier Johnson, the huge second half he had, Race Thompson, who has as much chemistry with Trace as anybody ever has. You're adding a pair of five-star recruits in Jalen Hood-Shafino, Malik Renault. You're surrounding all of that with the depth of Jordan Geronimo, Tamar Bates, Trey Galloway, Miller Kopp. Um, there were some questions about the front court if Trace did if Trace left because you had Race, you had Malik Renault, but after that, it got pretty thin pretty quick. Now you have Trace, Race, Malik, that paired with Jordan Geronimo, Miller Cop. You are fine in the front court. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see. Maybe this kind of accelerates the move of Jordan Geronimo out to the wing, something we've talked about, especially if he wants to get more playing time. Potentially he is able to make that move to kind of a small forward, per, more of a perimeter role this season. It felt like he was more of a small ball four. Uh, an undersized power forward. I wouldn't be surprised if he uh, tries to move to small forward now just to be able to also get more minutes. But when you just look at this on paper, this is the most talented team since the 2015-16 Indiana team that won a Big Ten title with Yogi, Thomas Bryant, Troy Williams. Um, There's some comparisons there. Um, Yogi and Trace being the stars of that team, having someone like um, Troy Williams with a, a Xavier Johnson comparison there. Um, Thomas Bryant was young. Maybe that's a Malik Renault or a Jalen Hood Shafino. And then you surrounded them with Max Bielfeld, Robert Johnson, Nick Zeisloff, Hartman, OG. I mean, there's a lot of comparisons there that we've made organically. OG and Jordan Geronimo, Race and Bielfeld and Hartman, um, Robert Johnson with maybe Galloway or Tamar Bates or something like that. Juwan Morgan also played a role on that team. Um, So there are pretty easy comparisons to make. These two teams are not going to play the same, though it would be a lot of fun to see this roster in a Tom Crean offense, but uh, they're obviously not going to play the same, but you get a sense of just how talented this team is. That 2015-16 team won the Big Ten title, made it to the Sweet 16, and had a pretty decent enough showing against a UNC team that made it to the national title game. So you're getting a sense of what these expectations are going to be, and we'll talk about that further down the road, but obviously we're well past the point of just making the tournament uh, wins, plural, are going to be expected now. But um, 
this is a a huge moment for Indiana basketball because it allows them to keep building the momentum. And that's what we're going to talk about here in the third segment because there could have been some danger that IU built all this momentum last season and got to the tournament. And then there was a, a realistic timeline or sequence of events in which they aren't able to capitalize on that. And we're going to look at just kind of how this momentum built and how the Hoosiers have been able to capitalize on it and what that's going to mean for this program, because there is, they're already in the national conversation. And uh, over the weekend, there were outlets talking about uh, a specific story uh, with Trace and someone else who we will talk about here in a moment with the ever increasing numbers of makes and models. It's now impossible for your local auto parts chain store to stock all the parts you guys need. So why go stand in line forever, get to the counter, have them tell you the part they have to order it anyway, avoid that weight, avoid that markup charge and just go to rockauto.com today. Save time, save money at rock auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, or even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, Locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so that they know we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. If you guys want to continue supporting the show, be sure to head on over to YouTube. Leave a, or subscribe, excuse me. We post the episodes there daily. One of the biggest things this does for Indiana especially for me as I try to talk about this team, it removes the kind of what if around this roster, around this team. Uh, so much of the discussion of Indiana was if Trace leaves this or if Trace stays that. We know Trace is here now, so you're able to kind of look forward a little bit more and get a sense of what this team is going to be now because they are f- completely full on scholarships, I don't think anybody is coming in via the transfer portal. seems like that's done. It seems like the roster Indiana has now is the roster they're going to have moving forward through this summer. So uh, it provides some clarity fairly early on in the summer. Uh, we're still in May. It provides that clarity for the program, for the fans. Like I said, they're going to be in the national conversation. If you just look, Trace and Armando Baycott were uh, tweeting at each other, uh, Armando obviously with UNC, about playing in the Big Ten and ACC Challenge. We talked about when we looked at the potential schedule for Indiana, um, even without Trace, I thought it was a decent chance that IU and UNC would play each other. That's a matchup they've done in the past, and it's a matchup that – has a history. I mean, we talked about the 2015-16 team and the the loss that they gave IU then. Um, 
I would not be surprised in the least bit. I would almost expect that they're going to play one of UNC or Duke in the Big Ten ACC Challenge. That's going to put you in the national conversation by itself. So uh, you're going to have Duke or UNC, Kansas, Arizona next season. They're going to be squarely in that national conversation next year. Most importantly, like I was talking about before the break, IU has, and Mike Woodson, has built up momentum and capitalized on it this summer. Now this, uh, it's it's almost at a fever pitch, the buzz around this program. it's It's been a process because in order to build that momentum, you had to start the season strong. Easy enough considering the schedule Indiana had, but they still did it. Uh, you needed a signature win. It was St. John's and then it was kind of Ohio State. Uh, those served as signature enough wins to have the fans excited all the way up to beating Purdue. That was kind of the statement win that solidified everyone being all in on Mike Woodson. They still needed to make the tournament. We talked plenty about that and how thin the margins were and then making the tournament. That was kind of the big thing that pushed it over the top. That really got the ball rolling. That really got the momentum rolling. Then you head into the summer where you got to figure out how to continue building that momentum because when when IU season was over, I, I don't know if this timeline's exactly right, but basically Malik Renault was a very late uh, decommitment and reentering kind of the recruiting trail and whatnot. So there was a pretty plausible scenario where you don't land Malik Renault, maybe Trace Jackson Davis leaves and. Suddenly, that NCAA tournament appearance feels like a little bit of a flash in the pan, and it'd be really hard to replicate that, and you start to lose that momentum. Instead, Mike Woodson continues balling on the recruiting trail, gets Malik Renault, Trace Jackson Davis comes back, and here we are. It's May 22nd, or May 23rd, excuse me. I'm talking about it on May 22nd, uh, and... This IU basketball program, I want to talk about them the whole week. We're going to because there's so much excitement about this team right now. It's as anticipated a season that in a long, long time. I would have to go back and think when the last time there was this much excitement and anticipation. And again, it's May. It's it's the late May. Like there is a long time we're going to have to wait for this team, but this is as excited as I've been for an IU season off the top of my head, maybe since Cody Zeller and Victor Oladipo coming back. There's a lot of parallels between Cody and Trace coming back. We're going to talk about that on a show later this week as well, but really, really exciting time for IU basketball. Man, it is awesome that Trace is going to be back in Bloomington one last season, presumably. It is awesome that IU fans are going to get to experience that. And Assembly Hall is going to be an awesome, awesome place this upcoming season. couple news and notes elsewhere. IU women's basketball, <laughs> nearly simultaneously, unfortunately for them, as Trace Jackson Davis announced his return, they announced that Allie Patberg had joined the coaching staff. I kind of joked about this. I knew that Allie Patberg, and Terry Morin had both kind of mentioned like a future as a coach. I thought Allie Patberg had interest in trying to play professionally. Maybe those opportunities weren't there. Maybe she didn't want to go overseas and do it right now. 
Um, so she was named the team and recruiting coordinator for IU women's basketball for reference. That's the exact same position Jordan Halls has with the men's side. So she's going to be back with the program, staying involved there. That's terrific news. Uh, it's awesome to keep her involved with the program. Victor Oladipo in the heat won on Saturday, one Oh nine to one Oh three to take a two, one lead in the series. Oladipo played 20 minutes. Only scored five points on one of four shooting, but my, oh my, did he put on a defensive clinic, especially in the second half, had four steals in those 20 minutes, played absolutely stellar defense. If you guys follow him on Twitter, you can go look. He tweeted a video. It was a fan-made video of his defensive plays. Somebody mentioned this on my timeline. Really wish I would have grabbed it and so I could give them credit. I'll try to find it. I have seen this as well. Some Jaden Ivey, Victor Oladipo comparisons. By far, miles and away, the biggest difference between those two recruits is Victor Oladipo's talent defensively. Even in Bloomington, he was an incredible defensive player, and Jaden Ivey is not that. And for all the struggles Oladipo has had, all those defensive instincts are still there, and he did a wonderful job defensively against Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, which is one of the best wing duos in the NBA, period. Uh, And he went toe-to-toe with each of them and stripped each of them at times during that second half. So huge, huge game from him defensively. As I said this week, just to give you a bit of a teaser, um, we're going to kind of compare Trace returning with other IU players returning and kind of the excitement there. We're going to compare this team to some other teams. We mentioned the 2015-16 team just from a talent standpoint and an excitement standpoint. We're going to cover IU basketball for almost the entire week. We're going to end the week talking IU football recruiting with Locked On's recruiting analyst, John Garcia. Talk about the McCullough brothers, one of them uh, on campus, the impact he'll have, one of them decommitting and Kind of that whole storyline as well. But thanks again, guys, for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every day. Now make your second listen the Locked On NBA Big Board podcast. Rafael Barlow, Richard Stamen, Sam Ferris, and Leif Thulin give fans an in-depth look into the biggest prospects, uh, as well as the latest player rankings and obviously big boards. Follow Locked On NBA Big Board every day on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. Also follow us on Twitter, if you haven't already, at LO underscore Hoosiers. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave a quick rating and review. Helps us out a ton. Again, apologies on the voice. A little bit of a shorter podcast today. We'll get back to normal later this week. Most importantly, though, guys, I want everybody to have a terrific, terrific Monday. And LEO.